0: When this boy meets girl, meets boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets world. Hello, class. Open up your textbooks to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 5, Episode 10, Chapter Titled,
1: Last Tango in Philly.
0: That's right, and I'm Alden.
1: I'm Tanya.
0: I'm the boy. I'm the girl. And I'm an announcer. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know where that came from, but it did. Uh, Every week is a new adventure in my brain.
1: I mean, every week is definitely a new adventure in real life, too. Right? Yeah. What
0: do we have going on right now? Uh, Tanya, what have you been up to?
1: I mean, snow. Uh We've got a lot of snow going on right now. Yeah. It's snowing at this very moment. It's been snowing since like three in the morning.
0: And and you might think to yourself, Tanya's describing an insane amount of snow right now. It's not it's, that much. It's about an inch and a half right now, but it's it's uh, more than we've had in a year.
1: I, I mean, more than we've had in a couple of years. Last year, we just got a little dusting of snow, and that was it. Mm-hmm. This year, I might get to stay home from work tomorrow. Yep. That's my hope.
0: Yeah, so we've got a little bit of snow. Um, have we been up to anything else?
1: Um, So we finished our Whole30.
0: Yeah, we did. Did we talk about that we were doing one?
1: Um, Kind of. I I think a couple weeks ago I said that we were doing one and I felt really good. Oh, okay. Um, But as of recording this, today is day 31, which means we are not on a Whole30 anymore. What did we do to celebrate?
0: We woke up at midnight. Um, we woke... Well, we woke one of our children up. The other two were already awake. And at midnight, we all had donuts. <laughs> and I had a soft pretzel. And I had a bowl of Cap'n Crunch. And then at 4 a.m., when I woke up because the acid reflux was so bad coming out of me, um, I had another bowl of cereal <laughs> to tamp it down, you know?
1: Yeah, tamp. I had donuts, and then Finley spent like four hours yesterday making Japanese milk bread from scratch, and I finally got to eat something that he made, and it was very exciting, and it was delicious, so I ate that, and a Jamaican beef patty, and then I woke up with a food hangover, mm-hmm. um, but it was worth it, and it was delicious, and... Because we haven't
0: had sugar or grains for 30 days, mm-hmm. and then we just...
1: Or went. dairy, or... Yeah. I mean... No dairy, no grains, no sugar, no beans. Yeah, I figured
0: I'd give the easy, the quick, short and quick version.
1: So we detox from all of those things and then very quickly, like, stuffed all of those things into our bodies mm-hmm. in a 30-minute period of time. Mm-hmm.
0: What what Tanya always likes to say is, um, ease your way back into these foods after the whole 30. What Tanya likes to do, though... <laughs> Very different than what Tanya likes to say. <laughs> um, anyway.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, that's basically it, I think.
0: I, I have a question for you. What? So we have been very hard on Corey over the last several months, mm-hmm. slash year or two. <laughs> um, my question to you is how much of the way that Corey's acting and, and the way he's being as a teenager right now do you relate to as far as like you were that way sometimes as a teenager? Like we're being hard on him, but he's being a teenager who makes mistakes.
1: Um, I agree with you to a point. I was not like Corey as a teenager. Mm. I mean, I'm a very passive person and mm-hmm. I am generally um, if and, and sometimes to a fault when people, you know, tell me that something is important to them or um or like, this is what needs to happen in order to stay in this relationship or anything like that. Like I go along with it. so i I was very opposite of Corey in a mm. lot of things. Um, but, as an adult, I think I relate a little bit more to some of his neurotic behavior, mm. um, because I went from being that way and being hurt so often from being so passive. and, um, I, I don't know. I feel like it almost made me cynical to a point of questioning everything that everybody does, mm-hmm. which leads to some of that neurotic behavior. Right. So there are times when I relate, like last week's episode, like where I related to some of the things that Corey was doing when he was being awful. Mm-hmm. Um. But that being said, I realized something with this episode that I'll talk about some more. Yeah, we'll
0: get there. I'm I'm more thinking in retrospect. Like I was thinking we we did a podcast the other day. We did uh, a friends of ours show. Uh, we did Boy Meets World Fever. Check them out. Um I don't know when our episode goes up, but eh, I it, think
1: it's in a couple weeks. It's a
0: Frankie episode. We were very excited to record it. Um but we we were talking and they're in season 3 and we're talking about how much better it was in season 3. Mm-hmm. Like how how much more likable everybody, everybody was. Mm-hmm. Um, even though in that episode, Corey wasn't incredibly likable, but it was, right. it was a different viewpoint where we are in season five. And I was like, I mean, we're just watching him be a shitty teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not fun to watch all the time, but it's pretty at common.
1: Right. I think the hard part is watching the people around him grow and change while he is continuously being shitty true that's what's hard for me like we're not watching him actually learn and grow episode to episode like you would think okay so then last week's episode this happened so then maybe this week he will have taken what he learned in last week's episode and apply it to life Mm -hmm. and then we don't see that
0: right no i i I agree, but I also like the more that I've thought of about it the past day or so I feel a kinship some to the way Corey is acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like I've said before, I was I was a lot like Corey early on. And I don't I wouldn't say I was a lot like Corey where he is now, mm-hmm. but there are still some things. Like mm-hmm. I was um detrimental to relationships because I was so afraid of losing mm-hmm. them. Um so there were times where I was, uh, I'm, I'm embarrassed of the way I acted. And I don't think I really started to put that together until I was 18 or 19, mm-hmm. where I really started to go, oh, what the hell? Um, so it, it's, I, I was just, I don't know. I'm not trying to give Corey a break or give the writing a break because it's a bummer to watch sometimes. But it was just, I was wondering how much of that you see in yourself too
1: more than anything with Corey's character at this point, I am seeing the writers actually like hone in on his behaviors as really bad right that I don't I don't know that I noticed that when I was younger and I'm noticing it now like they are saying like, hey, this is bad and these are the repercussions for it and whether he learns from it or not like yeah, let me portray this in a way that sh- it comes off as negative yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Um, I think in a lot of sitcoms, you know, Zach in Saved by the Bell is continuously the guy that all the girls want. And no matter what his behavior, he comes out on top. Mm-hmm. Um, really every guy in that show. Like right. the fact that um, Slater is so misogynistic is a joke and mm-hmm. it stays a joke it doesn't change from a joke he doesn't learn from it right. like so it is very good that these writers are like okay so these this is these are real human um like mental things that people go through like being neurotic to Corey's you know extent is a real thing and I think at least in this season, they've done a really good job of showing how negative it is. Well,
0: so I think you're right, but I also think um, that it's still glossed over as, but this is the main character, we can't make it too bad. Like, when we were talking to um, Chance and Cameron on on the podcast, they kind of mentioned that it seemed like... um, the writers were still kind of like trying to make you feel like Corey was still okay with, mm-hmm. but, and I I think they're right. I think there's an air of that where if you're not looking for it, you might see. Yeah, Corey's great. Corey's Corey's not at fault here.
1: Right. I think for us as adults, we're picking up on things that we never would have picked up on right. as kids. And one of those things is Corey's a jerk, Corey's a jerk, Corey's a jerk. And then at the very last second, within the last five minutes of the show, he turns around, he stops being a jerk, and we are supposed to assume that he learned that he learned his lesson and right. like, everything is great. The problem with that is is he never does learn his lesson. Right. Everybody else does. Mm-hmm. Like, Sean always learns the lesson, and he always carries it into the next episode. Eric learns the lessons. Like... Jack learns, like, they all learn these lessons, and Corey's just like, I'm going to be a jerk next episode, too, Into the last five minutes of the show.
0: Right. Um, that's just a thought I was having. Yeah. That I wanted to ask.
1: Wow, it's really interesting to talk about Boy Meets World before we talk about Boy well, Meets World. it
0: was just like, I kind of wanted to ask about it. I don't know. It's been on my mind.
1: Yeah, going back to watch season three really put, put it on my mind more than it usually yeah. is. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we literally haven't gone back and watched old episodes. We um, watch
1: one episode of Boy Meets World a week. Period. That's, that's it. all we do. So
0: when we went back to watch one of our favorite episodes, it was really kind of like a journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway uh, we've also been watching WandaVision is still amazing watch it no spoilers just watch it please
1: the cast just continues to expand into like the most incredible cast in the entire world
0: um, we also turns out so we are just Disney plus 100% at this point yes. which is crazy because for so long we've talked about how we aren't watching disney plus other than boy meets world but now we're watching wandavision weekly and the mighty ducks movies were put on uh disney plus we last watched week. the
1: first one twice yesterday yep and such a good movie it's so good
0: i love the mighty ducks
1: uh gordon bombay is terrible he's sure like, he's he another but he's another Corey. where it's like he didn't learn anything he didn't actually learn anything he didn't actually do anything right and then at the end His team wins, his team loves him. That's great, but he didn't do anything. I think
0: he did. He changed the way he handled the kids and he he was sweet to them and tried to be supportive and that
1: happens within like the first thirty minutes of the movie. He does not become a better person. (laughs) Like he continuously is a bad person through that entire movie. All of the decisions he makes are terrible.
0: True, but he's good to the kids. Yeah. Um anyway, we also watch Boy Me's World. Wait, what else did we do? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know. You didn't just tell me. What did we do? We
0: also watched War Meets World Season 5, Episode 10, Chapter Titled.
1: Last Tango in Philly. And I just did that without looking at my notes a second time.
0: I'm so proud of I you. I
1: always read it.
0: Oh, I'm so proud of you. Wait, but can you do this without looking? Tanya? No, you're looking. <laughs> Tanya? Blurb me up.
1: He's covering my notes. Yeah. The blurb for today is, Corey and Sean learn that they don't understand women.
0: At all. Is that it? Yeah. Almost there. Almost there. You get a 90% on the pop quiz. (laughs) Um, But... Uh, this episode was directed by Alan Myerson, alien guy, and it was written by Jeff Minnell, which is strikes me as completely out of left field, because Jeff Minnell has written some banger episodes.
1: Are you implying that I'm this not one implying
0: shit, Tanya. <laughs> I'm just saying I was surprised to see Jeff Minnell's name and at the end of the episode. I'll tell you why. All right. Uh Tanya? Yep. classroom or
1: not we're def- definitely not in the classroom where are we we're at a restaurant one what? we've never seen before what
0: restaurant
1: um it's i don't know what it's called
0: i don't think they ever give the name so i just wrote down casa bonita because it reminds me of casa bonita in south park
1: casa bonita is very real
0: oh I know, I know i know i've been there i know it's, it's
1: exactly what south park makes it out to be
0: did anyone jump into the fountain yes what
1: people do it all the time
0: really I thought it was just a what, South the, Park joke.
1: What the water uh-huh. the waterfall jumping? Uh huh. No, you line up. Oh. And you do that. Oh. Everybody jumps.
0: Oh. Interesting.
1: I was so excited to go there when I visited my sister. It was one of the things I was the most excited for. And they used to go for like every birthday and stuff. Like mm-hmm. that was the place that they went. Um it was incredible. Uh the food tasted good (laughs) i did not feel good after we ate it but i also was pregnant with finley and i didn't know it so i don't know if the two are correlated Mm. but going to casa bonita was one of the most exciting things that happened to me that year
0: i want to go but i will be so annoying i'll just be talking about south park the whole time i think
1: anyone who goes for the first time does
0: (sighs) i probably can't eat anything there i just want to go and and south park it up not even a huge South Park fan, but I love that episode. Yeah. Anyway, we're in Casa Bonita, Philly. <laughs> and um, Corey and Sean are eating, right?
1: They're eating and Sean's talking about how he loves the restaurant because it has free chips. And he just like dumps chip the chip basket into his backpack or something. And then he's like, hey, can we get some more chips? And then Topanga comes over. Well,
0: he's like screaming like, senorita. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and she comes over and she's dressed with, like, a frilly apron and stuff. So she is working there. She is the waitress. And she, I think she says something about how many baskets of, sh- of chips that she's brought over. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Angela comes over and we find out that Topanga and Angela are working together now. Mm-hmm. Which I kind of love the fact that, like, they're dating best friends so like the natural reaction to that is they're best friends now like they're just gonna do everything together they're gonna work together they're gonna like hang out together it's just how it is did yeah. you have that like did you have those where like your best friend's girlfriend was best friends with your girlfriend
0: yeah a couple times it, it I mean it's, it's not a uh, a common thing I don't think cause girls um, and guys I mean we're not Once you're in a relationship with someone doesn't mean that the significant others are going to mesh as well.
1: Right. That's why I I thought it was funny because my experience, like my best friend was dating my boyfriend's best friend. Mm -hmm. So the four of us, it was just always the four of us all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was really fun. But again, like I thought it was weird that we were all best friends. Mm -hmm. Um, But Topang and Angela did it. So yeah. it must be it must be normal.
0: Must be normal, because everything that this show does is normal. <laughs> go on, what else happens in this scene, Danya? Since I didn't write anything down, and said this is your scene.
1: Um, so it's Topanga and Angela's first day of work, and they're talking about the fact that after work they want to go dancing, um, and they invite Sean and Corey to go like hang out with them and their new coworkers. Um and
0: who are their co-workers we don't know yet they don't say their names yet
1: no okay it's just we want to go we're thinking of going out and hanging out with our co-workers after work Mm. and um they immediately say hey do you guys want to come and they're like well what are you where are you going and they're like well we want to go dancing we're gonna go dancing and um sean basically is like oh okay and Corey's like, no. And like they go like put their heads down beside the table. And Corey's like, no, like we can do guy stuff and they can go dance. All of
0: a sudden, Corey's the authority on women out of nowhere.
1: He's been trying to be that way for the past three episodes. That's true. It's always Sean, do what I do. Obviously, things are going really well for me all of the time. That's true. But
0: I thought Sean was supposed to have learned his lesson last time and not listen to Corey anymore.
1: That's true. I guess he didn't. I okay. guess I was wrong.
0: You were wrong. Right off the bat. Um,
1: But Sean's first reaction is, but I want to go because it's important to Angela and her relationship, like my relationship with her is really important to me. So I'm going to go. And Corey's like, no, no, no. This is what they want you to think. And like, they would much rather go without us anyway. Trust me on this. Um, So then they lift their heads up and they're like, no, no, you guys go um hang out with your coworkers. we're gonna go to the gym and then two guys come out and it is sergio and nunzio mm-hmm. and they are hot co-workers of angela and topanga's and they're like we're going dancing tonight and the girls are like yeah we're going um and the boys get a very weird look on their face when they realize that the girls are going with hot guys
0: I think Sean says something like, are you sure we shouldn't go? And Corey's like, no, we don't go. Yeah. So now we go to the hallway at school. Mm-hmm. Um, they're in the senior hallway, senior area. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> they're talking about how, oh, we punch, pumped so much iron yesterday. Like, I uh, feel
1: great. I feel
0: so good. And then Sean turns to Corey and he's like, hey, can you help me get my jacket off? <laughs> um And then the
1: girls come up.
0: The girls come up and Sean and Corey turn to each other. And Corey's like, listen, we do not ask how last night went. Do you understand? Um, We don't care. They're going to think we're jealous. We're not going to say anything. And Sean's like, but I just want to know. And Corey's like, no, we do not ask. Okay?" And then Corey turns around and goes, what happened last night?
1: So you asked me if there's anything that I relate to with Corey. And that's the thing.
0: Is it? Yeah. Do you do that with me? Where you're like, I'm not going to ask him about this. And then you jealously ask me?
1: No, but I feel like I have these conversations all the time where I'm like, this is not something that we talk about or whatever. And then I turn around, I'm like, you know what? what it's, it's We're talking about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I feel like I do that all the time.
0: Or like the whole... The whole 30 thing. The whole 30 thing. thing, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so Corey gets clearly jealous. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think it seemed to me like Topanga thought it was kind of cute at first.
1: I don't know. I don't I don't think that Topanga is readable. Right. Unless she's like screaming in a high pitched voice, she kind of doesn't emote.
0: I I I it seemed to me like she kind of picked up on his jealousy and got kind of uh thought it was cute. Mhm. Um maybe not. Maybe she didn't pick up on it. So it, it's it's a moot point. Um but anyway,
1: the boys start acting crazy, mostly Corey, but then Sean, like, I think Sean is kind of an empath where he internalizes the way that people are feeling well, and it, and then he feels that too.
0: Well, and Corey has pushed this narrative to him. Yes. Corey has pushed that, that these girls are going, girls will go out and ruin your life. Right. Um,
1: and so they're talking and Sean's just like, you know, did he touch you? And Angela just says, hey. We like to dance, and our coworkers like to dance, and we and want you to
0: come with us. We
1: asked you to come with us, and you said no. We had a good time, and we did nothing wrong. Again, the quiet, the quiet confidence of Angela. She mm-hmm. just like comes in, lays it out, and is like, "We didn't do anything wrong." Shut up.
0: Right, but now we go back to Casa Bonita, Philly, mm-hmm. and um, the boys are walking in again. They're talking about how jealous and upset they are, basically, but they're saying, we are not bringing this up at all. And Sean agrees. We are not bringing this up. We are here for two burritos, the special, whatever.
1: Right. And before that, um, when they were in the hallway at school, Sean asked Corey, basically, like, should we go with them next time? And Corey's like, no, we're going to go to the gym and we're going to get buff and we're going to beat up those guys from work.
0: Mm hmm. So they walk in, and they're like, no talk about jealousy, no talk about what the girls are doing. We're here for burritos. That's the only reason we're here. And the girls walk up to them and go, uh, hey, guys, what are you doing? And Sean goes, we're here to beat up Nunzio and Sergio. Sergio. <laughs> and uh, and Corey's like, Sean. And he goes, and uh, but first, we'd like to get two burritos and the special.
1: Um And I thought one of the guys talked to them before that, like he brought them to like a special table. This is when that happens. Oh, OK.
0: Um, Sergio comes over to grab them and um, walks them over to a table and is like, oh, I know who you are. You're Sean, because Sean is getting jealous with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he turns to Corey and he's like, you're you must be Corey. You, I know so because you're dating the beautiful Topanga. She's like a, like a flower. No, not a flower. She's a garden full of flowers.
1: And Corey says, "Your words are so beautiful."
0: Yeah, and he walks them over to a table and he says, "If you guys are special to Topanga and Angela, you're special to us."
1: Stop ordering off the children's menu. Oh yeah,
0: he does say that. Um, but so the the boys now are being very, like, possessive and jealous with the girls. and while well,
1: the girls are trying to work, and yeah. it's busy. Every yeah. table is full, and these are the only four people that work in the whole restaurant.
0: Right, and Topanga's like, I have a table full of 12, and Corey is like, a likely story.
1: Um, And, you know, then Angela passes. They try to say something to her, and then Topanga passes again. She's got a platter on her hand, and they're trying to talk to her, and she's like, oh, my goodness, stop. I have a platter of hot fajitas on my hand and it's just, like burning her hand. She takes it away and Angela comes out again and they try to talk to her and she's got like a huge tray full of food. And she's like, I have a table of five. Like I have to go take care of them. Um, and so, I mean, the boys are acting so bad. Mm-hmm. It's just so bad. Um, And at at this point, like, Topanga comes over, and Corey's like, why can't you tell me when you're getting off work? Mm -hmm. And Topanga's like, I am literally working right now. You are distracting me from my work. This is not okay. Please stop. Mm -hmm. I will let you know when it gets closer to that time. But right now, I have to work. And then, is it Sergio that comes over? Yeah. And he's like, Topanga, table of five, like, go. Yeah. Which... I felt bad. Like she was basically getting in trouble mm-hmm. because the guys wouldn't leave her alone.
0: Yeah, it's true. But now we go back to the backyard at the Matthews house. For mm-hmm. the first time this episode, we see Alan and Feeney.
1: Mm-hmm. Alan is carrying out a satellite dish, um, and Feeney's just in his backyard, like puttering in the garden or something. And Alan starts talking about the satellite, like it's got 800 channels and it's so exciting. And Amy comes to the door. She's like, Alan, it is Saturday night and you're going to spend it putting the satellite up on like we're not hanging out together. And he's like, I'm just going to put it up. And then we can sit back and relax together Mm -hmm. and watch.
0: Yeah, he says the rest of the night is all you.
1: Um. So he climbs up with the satellite and we see Feeney like in his backyard and this woman walks up. Her e- name is Eric Cap. has
0: also walked up. Eric walked up and um, Alan asked Eric to hold the ladder.
1: Oh yeah. Um and
0: Sorry about the birds.
1: <laughs> and Catherine, who is a neighbor, walks I I is
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wrote that down. Actually,
1: Is, she, did she walk through the Matthews backyard?
0: She walks like she's walking the neighborhood, maybe. Except she's she's in Feeny's backyard. Like she's just there. She's not. Uh, she's in
1: the Matthews backyard.
0: She's I, on I the think other side Feeney's. of the fence. Are you sure? I think so. Well, either way, she's in one of their backyards. Mm-hmm. She's not walking on the sidewalk outside of their fences. Yeah. Like, she has just. She's like. She wanders in like like an Alzheimer's patient, and is just <laughs> uh, shocked and confused when Finney's like, "Oh, hello. What's her name? Catherine. Catherine. What 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 brings you here, Catherine?" to my backyard. <laughs> he doesn't say that.
1: And she's just like, I'm going out for a stroll and I saw you out here in your backyard. Yeah. <laughs> and I figured I would say hi. And he's like, oh, are you going any? Are you walking anywhere? She's like, well, I figured I could go to Starbucks. Well,
0: first, I think she asks him what he's doing mm-hmm. and he says, oh, tonight, I- I'm going to curl up with a good book and, and-, and uh, sit by the fire and just read all night. And she's like, Alone? And he's like, yes, alone. And then he asks what she's doing. And she says, oh, I'm going to go for a walk. Uh, I'm walking down to the Starbucks so I can get a coffee. Also, alone. And Feeney goes, oh, I hear they make a great mocha. Well, have a good time.
1: Um, And she looks very confused. And she walks out of the backyard.
0: (laughs) And Eric is like, Feeney, what are you doing? He walks away from the ladder. He stops holding Alan's ladder. And Feeney is like, what do you mean? And he goes, she was just hitting on you. And you just completely shot her down like that?
1: Yeah. He was like, he, she asked you out. Mm-hmm. And Miss Freeman's like, no, she didn't. And he was like, yeah, she asked you to go out for coffee.
0: He says, and Feeney goes, what you, when did she ask me out? And Eric goes, I'm going to get coffee also alone. <laughs> and... Um, Feeny's like, oh my God, I didn't even notice that. Why didn't I notice that? And Eric goes, <laughs> because you're in college. I'm still in high school. Which was No, a...
1: I'm in college. You're still in oh, high yeah,
0: school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now that makes more sense because my then, head heard it differently.
1: And then Eric turns around like a mic drop. And picks the ladder up and walks inside and you hear Alan like yelling from the roof.
0: And Eric responds, what? While he's still walking into the house with the ladder. (laughs) And
1: Mr. Feeney has moved into the Matthews backyard and is just like staring up at Alan.
0: Uh, Anyway, so now we go back to the gym. Mm -hmm. The gym, wait, we go to the gym for the first time. Corey and Sean are working out.
1: I miss the gym.
0: I know. Um was it Corey is trying to lift a weight
1: yeah he's trying to like bench press it's like who a, knows how much it's it, not a very thick weight so i no, can't it imagine about, it weighs very much it looks
0: like about a 50 pound bench press
1: yeah um and sean is um helping him and spotting him and there's like these like hot buff women all around like lifting heavy weights mm-hmm. but they're talking about the girls and sean's like are you sure that we shouldn't be like trying to get in touch with them and Cory's like, yeah, no, it's fine. And he, like, lifts it, and then he sits it back down, and he gets up. He's like, that was one. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm going to go call it Topanga. Well, no, he gets Sean up. lays down.
0: He gets up. Sean lays down. One of the girls that's there watching them goes, very good. That was a great set. <laughs> and uh, Corey's like, oh, thank you so much. And he turns to Sean and, and starts helping Sean bench his 50-pound weight. And he's like spotting him and holding it for him. And then he goes, I'm going to go call Topanga and drops the weight on Sean's chest. And turns
1: around and there's just a payphone, Yeah. Right there. Like right behind them. Uh Uh-huh. So Sean's sitting there with a weight on his chest and Corey tries to call the restaurant where there's a message machine that says if you're trying to get in touch with
0: Sergio, Sergio
1: Nunzio, Topanga, or Angela, you can find us at, and then names the club. Yeah. (laughs) Like, what? Yeah. So, Corey hangs up, and he's just like, this is bad. Like, we have to do something about it. And goes and waits outside of Topanga's house.
0: Yep. Ugh. (laughs) So, we are at Topanga's house. Um, Topanga gets dropped off. And walks up, and she's like, "Corey, what are you doing here?" And Corey's like, "What am I doing here? What are you doing here at twelve o'clock at night?"
1: And Tapia's like, I, "I live here."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he's like, "Do you have any idea like how bad this is, or like something like that?" And she's like, "I just went dancing. Like, what is your problem?" Mm-hmm. And he starts saying, "Like, I order you not to see well, he, them again." He
0: tells her that she should have invited him. And he. she goes, uh, I tried to call you at home, but your mom said you weren't home. I guess you were here. And he's like, well, yeah, how was I supposed to get that call? And then he's he pulls the whole, well, you, I I order you not to see him again. And, and she, she just
1: turns around very calmly and is just like, good night, Corey, and uh, like walks. And
0: he goes, I order you not to go to bed. And she just walks in. Yeah. So... Now we go back to the gym Mm -hmm. where the boys are not dancing. They're still working out.
1: Yeah. Um, And they're like sitting on a mat on the floor and they're talking about the whole situation. Corey's like, it didn't go well with Topanga. And Sean's like, yeah, Angela was really mad. Like, this didn't go well at all. Why can't they see that, like, they can't be friends with guys?
0: And Sean says that we got to try to... Sean is being empathetic to an extent. Sean is like, I... I just, there's got to be a, a solution here. Let's think about it. Um, the girls, uh, the girls want to go dancing, right? Uh huh. Um, we want to make the girls happy. So, what can we do? And they sit there thinking. It was like
1: an episode of Blue's Clues.
0: Yeah, it was like they're they're the kids in the audience yeah. going.
1: let's Go dancing! <laughs> we were the dancing. kids in the in the audience yelling at the TV.
0: Um. I lost my notes. So
1: Corey's like, I know what we can do and basically what they decide is that like two can play at the jealousy game. Like they mm. like Corey's brain is that the girls are doing this to make them jealous. Mm-hmm. And that the reason why they won't stop is because it's working.
0: This is Corey's, I think, MO at this point. Corey's um quote, like in his yearbook at this point, would just be why are you doing this to me mm-hmm. like he thinks everything is out to get him and he shouldn't have to do anything to make his life better
1: well he's definitely that like quintessential guy who's just like mm, everything is everybody else's fault right none of this is my fault and I will be this way forever
0: right no it's it's very I mean he's it's, he's this is privilege like you're watching a privilege spoiled child teenager mm-hmm. who thinks that he's dealt with real life problems right anyway so
1: um we go to the restaurant
0: casa bonita philly
1: and um angela i think angela and topanga are talking yeah
0: they're talking about how angela is talking about how ridiculous sean is being mm-hmm. and uh Topanga's like, oh, yeah, you should have seen Corey. He came to my house. It's like the two of them share one brain.
1: And it's not big enough for one of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and they're both just completely exasperated at this point.
0: They are, but they talk about it for a minute and they're like, you know what? I mean, they're idiots, but...
1: Let's cut them some slack. Let's
0: cut them some slack. We did kind of throw these guys in their face. And I do think there was a little bit of that at the beginning. I think they were trying to make... Corey and Sean, a little bit jealous so that the boys would go, all right, we'll go dancing with you.
1: Right. I, it, I don't know. I see that a little bit from Topanga, but I don't feel like I see that from Angela. Like, I felt like Angela was very clear, like, hey, you didn't want to go. Yeah. These are our co-workers. They wanted to dance. We did nothing wrong. Like, she made it very clear, like, I that agree. there were parameters there. I agree.
0: But I think in the first scene, when it's first being talked about, there was a little bit of a, yeah, Sergio and Nuncio are going to be there. Mm. Do you guys want to go? Um, so I think there was a little bit of that, but I don't think it was for like ill intent. I think they were just trying to be playful and be like, now you want to go, right? Yeah. But anyway, they, they quickly stopped that. Yes. Um, and, and the boys went crazy.
1: Right. Right. Um...
0: So they say we should cut them some slack.
1: Yeah, is like, we should cut them some slack. And then Angela looks over and is like, um, you might want to, like, shelf that plan. Because Corey and Sean come in, like, in full track suits Mm -hmm. with the girls from the gym. Um, and they get seated and they, they tell the girls they can get whatever they want.
0: And Corey walks up and he's like, Nunzio, can you take us to our table? Or he says, Nunzio, can you help us? And Nunzio goes... Not even Nunzio can help you now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so they get to the table and Topanga and Angela come over and um, Corey, Corey just like stands up and is like, hey, what do you think of these girls that are friends that we brought to your restaurant?
0: He like does air quotes on friends and Sean is like, good one, Corey. <laughs> and... Topanga says something like, I just, what are you doing? And Corey goes, aha, you're jealous. See how it feels?
1: And both Topanga and Angela are like, no, like, we're not jealous. And then they walk over to the girls, and Topanga's like, do you know, like, why you're here right now? And one of the girls is like, we're going to eat some good dinner. A romantic dinner. A romantic dinner, and I might get my green card.
0: Yeah. Um, And
1: Corey says, I'm pretty sure I said greeting card.
0: Mm-hmm. And Topanga says they're just using you guys to make us jealous. And the the girl like turns to Corey and she's like, "You're just using us." And you assume they're about to get beat up. It doesn't happen though. It would have been nice to watch. <laughs> <laughs> maybe,
1: maybe a little bit. We go to the
0: backyard. Um, we go back to the Matthews backyard. Jack is now there.
1: Jack walks. Through the kitchen into the backyard with Eric talking about Lucy. Like, he just doesn't understand because she's sick. And he, um, you know, like, asked her if she needed anything. And she said no, but also implied that she needed, like, chicken soup or something like that. And he didn't take it to her.
0: And Eric is like, yeah, you were supposed to take it to her. Y- you don't understand. Women speak in code.
1: Um. So they're both kind of like...
0: Dear God, I'm so sorry about the birds.
1: Um, So they're both like overthinking this whole situation with the this girl. And then they walk up to Feeney's uh, fence. And Eric's like, how did your date go? And Feeney's just like, I, th- I thought it was going really well. Like we had our coffee. She invited me back to her place. And Eric's like, oh. And Feeney goes, and then she asked me how I felt about her poetry. She read me one of her poems and asked me how I felt about it. And Eric was like, well, what did you say? And he was like, I said it was good for a beginner. And she told me she'd been writing for 20 years. And
0: Eric and Jack, like, look at each other with their head in their hands. Like, oh, my God, Feeney, why did you do that?
1: And he was just like, well, what was I supposed to say? Mm-hmm. Um, And then, like, Amy and Alan, like, come out and... And Amy's like, that's it. You need to choose. You either choose that uh, satellite or you choose me. But a choice has to be made. And then kicks him out the door. And so I guess he chose the satellite. (laughs) I don't know. And then
0: Corey and Sean walk up and they're complaining about the girls. So it's like all of them at once are complaining about how difficult women are. Mm -hmm. Um, And Eric is just like, all right, guys, I've got a theory. Um, men are idiots uh, wait hold on I'm thinking again men are big idiots uh, maybe we should try listening to them which was nice and then he starts fake laughing and says ha ha good one right
1: <laughs> <sighs> Um. and like we need to start thinking again so it's just every man in Philadelphia sitting in the backyard thinking about what on earth women really want.
0: Mm -hmm. So now we cut to um, the actual dance floor.
1: Yeah, the the club where... Where there's fire
0: outside. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Angela and Topanga are dancing with Nunzio and Sergio. They're having a great time. I will say they're doing nothing wrong. They're not like grinding on each other. They're literally like dancing with enough room for the Holy Spirit in between them. It's Mm -hmm. fine. And... Then they're talking. They're saying they're having a great time. They still almost feel a little bit bad about the boys. And then, well,
0: Topanga says, "I, I just wish Corey was here." And Nunzio's like, "He wishes he was here too." That I am sure of. And <laughs> Topanga's like, "Oh, he's. He, I, I just feel so bad right now." And he's like, "He also feels bad." Of that, I am sure.
1: <laughs> uh. uh and um. Then all of a sudden you see Amy dancing by and she's like, oh, my gosh, Topanga, this is so much fun. This is exactly what I needed. And I think it's Angela that's like, Miss Matthews, like, your husband's okay with you doing this? And Amy's like, oh, he's stuck in front of the TV. Like, he'll never even notice that I'm gone. (laughs) And then she just keeps dancing, and she's having a great time. And then um, you hear someone like, Amy, and you see Catherine, like, dancing away. She's like, this is so amazing. I just love dancing. Now, if only I could get your neighbor over here. And so, like, all the women are having a blast. It's a good thing to see. Um, None of them are doing anything, like... That would be considered bad behavior whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden we see Eric on a stage.
0: Yeah, Eric like walks out on the, it looks like a high school stage yeah. with a microphone and is like, listen, everybody, we got something to show you.
1: He's like, men are dumb.
0: Yeah, he's like, men are dumb and here to prove it to you. And the song starts playing. What song is it? Hot uh, stuff.
1: Yeah, I Hot think so. Stuff, maybe yeah. Not.
0: And all of the men come out,
1: and they do a choreographed dance. Mm-hmm. Um, which, like, it's really funny. I was over analyzing each person. Corey and Sean are like the perfect awkward teenagers that like don't really know what they're doing. And then you have Jack, who obviously has some type of dance background or something because he dances this dumb dance with so much confidence. Mm -hmm. And then there's Mr. Feeney.
0: Feeney gets into it.
1: Who is just perfect Mm -hmm. in every way. Alan's like, meh. But like Mr. Feeney is so amazing. Um, It was like cute. And so then they're all there, and then they dance with the girls.
0: They dance with the girls. They get down, and uh, Amy says something about, like... um,
1: Where did you learn those dance moves? And Alan says, Channel 728.
0: And uh, Topanga asks Corey where he learned to dance, and he goes... Ah, everyone can dance. Of this, I am sure. And she's like, she's like <laughs> Sergio taught you? Uh, and then we go to Feeney, and <laughs> it was my favorite joke. Um, the, uh, Catherine goes, George, this is so nice. You know what? I wrote a poem about you the other day. And he goes, oh, I don't even need to read it. I love it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Angela asks Sean to do like the spinny thing, and he does this like flip spin thing that's very smooth um and then jack and eric end up with the gym girls
0: okay did they yeah well i know jack did jack ends up with like this really tough one and she like forces him to dance Mm
1: -hmm. picks him up and like carries him
0: and then eric is like hey you remember the lord of the dance you know that's me and he (laughs) starts starts doing like a jig yeah the river dance um anyway and And that's that's, it that's the whole episode it wasn't a whole lot to it really but um tanya yeah, maybe it was the five minute uh, montage dance session.
1: <laughs> was it a jazz montage? <laughs> jazz montage.
0: Um, what did you feel about this episode? Um, How did you feel about this episode? When this a, did you? This feel is about?
1: another one I don't feel a lot about. Like I don't, I don't think it was bad, but I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Like it was not an enjoyable episode to watch. Yeah. Um. It's it's got a good lesson that I think was uh, portrayed well like it was I kept waiting for it to turn to the girls acting like they did something wrong which I think is what a lot of shows would do is it would kind of show both sides as being right or both sides as being wrong but they they definitely drew a very clear clear line as the boys were wrong and the girls were communicating and they kept getting blamed for the fact that they weren't communicating yet their communications were clear and the boys were idiots Mm -hmm. so that was good but it was just boring Mm -hmm. like um like, I loved that Angela was in it so much, but it was still a boring episode. Even the fact that they had a whole dance montage, like, it was boring. That's how I felt about the episode. How do you feel about this episode, Oh, Alden?
0: I thought you'd never ask. Literally that time. I literally <laughs> thought you would never ask. Um, I thought it was... I didn't like the episode. Uh, I, I didn't even think it was boring. I didn't like the episode. There were some funny moments. Like, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. There, there are moments in the show that I thought were great. The the Feeny and Catherine stuff I I enjoyed, mm-hmm. um, but this was such a um, Tgif men are dumb, girls are smart episode that has been done to. Death And at this point, there was an entire show about it, Home Improvement, which embodied all of this stuff, Mm -hmm. which was like, all men are stupid and they don't understand girls. And Mm -hmm. all girls just want men to understand, but they're so, they don't know how to explain themselves. And it was not fun to watch Mm -hmm. um, because no, no relationship is, relationships are difficult. And I think that's an important. uh, Important. I think that's an important distinction to make and for people to realize is, and so many people, and I try to talk to our kids about it, and I don't think they understand, so I guess it's just natural, but you you can't blame the other sex because your relationship is bad. Like, relationships are just bad. Men are blaming women for their relationships. Women are blaming men for their relationships. Relationships are tough, and until you find the right one...
1: People are blaming people.
0: Which is what we're watching in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um it's not that they were doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. They don't think they were doing anything wrong. They were just talking about how they didn't understand women. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you're just being an idiot and you're not paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um, So then to have Eric be like, oh, maybe we should try listening to them. I was like, all right, Eric got it. And then he did the awful joke where he was like, isn't that crazy? Right. So that was that that kind of like that was could have been kind of a redeeming moment for me I guess right. but even still as a whole it's so lazy to me yeah on a TV show right um it's so I'm I mean I'm I'm being very harsh on it when when in all actuality I just didn't enjoy it like it wasn't bad right it just was a uh A TV show I wouldn't watch.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, a lot of you guys talked about last week's episode being a filler episode. And, like, we loved that episode. And I didn't feel like it was just a filler episode. Mm -hmm. This week, this is a filler episode. Right. Like, and it's one of those that, to me, filler episodes are episodes that can just be thrown out. And this one can be thrown out.
0: Um, I, I do. So my question to you is, have you ever dealt with that kind of, like, jealousy stuff?
1: Yes. 100%. Okay. Um, it's, it's a hard thing to talk about when my interactions with men up until you were this and worse, Mm -hmm. like very much so. Um, and in fact, and this might sound absolutely insane, but I oftentimes, and, and this is, um, I guess the product of like a mental abuser is, my first husband 100% would put me in situations basically, yeah, like you can go do this. You can hang out with these people. You can do this. And then it would be like, you did what with who? Like, right. who were you with and where were you? And I'm like, you like, you knew this person was here. Right. You knew where I was. You knew I wouldn't be home until a certain time. Like, why are you acting like I did something wrong? I, th-
0: I think a lot of jealous people are so paranoid that they end up putting their partner in that same scenario that they are so afraid of. Right. It happens all the time.
1: Yeah. And that was my experience with men until I was with you. Mm-hmm. There is a part of me that always struggles with the fact that, like, because that was my only experience, this could take a turn at some point. And you've more than proven that that's not how it is. You know? yeah, I have. <laughs> um, and I'm very spoiled in the fact that, like, I am married to someone who knows and has and understands me and doesn't act like I'm speaking gibberish when I'm asking for help or asking, you know, um, for support or anything like that. Like, it's just there. Mm-hmm. Um, and your natural instinct is to be there and and not guilt me or make me feel like I'm, you know, asking for you to hang the moon or so.
0: I wasn't looking for compliments. Just see it's a it's out there. Like <laughs> I I I'm wondering about like any jealousy that you've dealt with. All of it. And what about from your end? Have you have you been the jealous sewer? <laughs> That's not a word, but I love it.
1: Well, you talk a lot about the fact that like I don't like hearing about your past relationships. That's true. But yeah. when it comes to like since we've been together, no. Like I feel very secure in our relationship and I I always have felt secure like in our relationship that we are in now mm-hmm. and I mean you want to go out with work friends like I don't want to go out like and do those things so right. go have fun and I don't care and I'll sit and watch Gilmore girls and crochet or something it's fine right. and and I've gone out with work people too it's not a big deal and we I don't feel like we have really had any jealousy in no our relationship
0: no but previously you've you've had those moments no 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 okay I, I, when I was 17, 18, 19, I, I'd say I had some of these moments like, like Corey and mm-hmm. Sean do. Um, but I hated it so much. Mm-hmm. And that's where, that's, that's how I became who I am now. I mean, I, I spent a, a while alone and not just like I wasn't dating, like I spent a while all alone. Um, I didn't have friends, I didn't have anything mm-hmm. for, for six, seven months probably. Which doesn't sound like a long time, but at 20 years old, having six months without anybody to talk to is mm-hmm. terrible. And and But it, it gave me so much time to reflect on the things about myself that I, did, I didn't like. And that's, that's the first thing that I wanted to address mm-hmm. in myself is jealousy. It's a shitty feeling. It doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. uh, because either things are good or things are bad. Right. Uh, and if they're bad... You address it. Mm-hmm. If they're good, don't ruin it by freaking out about what can happen to make it bad. Right. Um, so yeah, I I since then I I I don't deal with any jealousy, but I can see all of this. Like right. I remember going through this. I remember I had a girlfriend when I was, I don't know, seventeen or eighteen, and she got a job somewhere, and I was super upset about it. Like, I wanted her to not have a job anymore mm-hmm. because she was working with people that she enjoyed and I was so insecure in myself that I was afraid that she was going to enjoy those people more than she enjoyed mm-hmm. me um so like I can see this and I can relate to it I guess mm-hmm. but it's also it's so frustrating to watch yeah and, and it's and it's not abnormal like I think a lot of people deal with jealousy issues and and I've talked to a lot of people about their thoughts on their relationships and stuff and 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 it's not it I go back to, it's not a men and women thing. Like, I've had girlfriends who were so insanely jealous. Like, it's just a people thing.
1: Right. And and I want to backpedal a little bit because I might not have been jealous in, like, romantic relationships. But I absolutely have been jealous in friendships. Mm. Like, I think I talked about it, like, last week or something like that. Like, I, that is where I struggle with jealousy. Where it's like the, you know... Why do some things come so easy for some people and not for me? Um, and it's, it's a, that feeling is like a bad burden, mm-hmm. like a really bad one because I shouldn't feel that way. And it's definitely something I need to work through. But, Like those, those are the feelings of jealousy that I have. Like I'm not like, oh, you're at work talking to like all of these girls. Like I can't believe that you would even talk to girls. Like what is wrong with you?
0: Yeah. Um. I don't know. Like, it's, it's a bad episode. It's jealousy is a really good topic Mm -hmm. that everyone deals with, and I think is a great um, fodder for good storytelling mm-hmm. and it's always handled it's often handled so poorly like right. you really can get a point across using jealousy they this episode could have been amazing mm-hmm. it wasn't it was a tropey tv show mm-hmm. which we're talking about a tv show so
1: yes but this is a tv show that in the past has handled things right. where they don't dumb things down for their um the the age of the people who be watching it right. like they, especially when back and watching season three, they handle things in a way that is smart um and and takes some thought. And this was like, eh, we're just going to smack this one together and throw it up on the screen.
0: Yeah, let's write a home improvement episode. Right. In, in... in fact,
1: I think there was a dance thing in a home improvement episode. Because sure. I feel like Jonathan Taylor Thomas danced with Tim in a episode.
0: Yeah, it was... I don't know. Um, what this means, though, is we are very sour on this episode, and we're going to get on Facebook later, and people are going to be in love with it. And, uh, <laughs> Everyone's
1: going to be like, I can't believe you guys didn't like not this even episode. That. I feel like later
0: today, before this episode airs, somebody's going to post about how much they love it, and we're just going to have to like look at each other like, uh-oh. <laughs> what? Oh, no, they're going to hear us talk about it. <laughs> Anyway,
1: which is fine because we love the conversation anyway. Like I would hate it if people are like, oh, I didn't like this episode, so I don't think I should post about it. Yeah, like
0: we we enjoy the everybody has different opinions. Yeah. And And these
1: opinions are not harmful to other people. No. So if you have an opinion that's different from ours, then like this is where you let that out Yeah, because it's just about a TV show.
0: Yeah. As long as it's just about the TV show anyway
1: you can do that like on twitter what at bmg and bmw on twitter
0: oh that's what you were doing it was
1: a segue i was doing such a good job your brain is not girls are so
0: complicated (laughs) um you can find us on facebook
1: just type in "boy meets girl meets boy meets world" into the search bar,
0: or you can email us
1: at bmgbmw at gmail That
0: is electronic mail. You know, you know, letters.
1: What if now they they're were? electronic,
0: <laughs> and you don't need stamps anyway? Uh, anything else you want to add before we go? No, I think that's it. Go check out "Boy Meets World Fever." Mm-hmm. I almost said Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World fever, and that's kind of what our episode was.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Those guys are so fun. Yeah, like, they're,
0: they're great great dudes. Yeah. Um, all right. And that's it. Thank you for joining us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, season five, episode 10. Do good.
1: Class dismissed.